<laughs> I've been, I find that when I'm getting close to my period, I get really brain foggy and, um, and trouble, more trouble concentrating and stuff. And I do silly things. Often I say silly things. And I think I've probably told you before some of them I've said in class, but the other day or yesterday morning, I'm setting up to teach the mobility class in the Rebel Movement Club, which is like one of my favorite classes, by the way. Um, and I'm like, I have everything set up and I just have to go get my headphones, which are by the front door because I've gone grocery shopping, put my stuff down there, um, you know, taking my sunglasses off, taking my purse off, headphones on the thing, whatever. So I walk over, put my sunglasses on and walk back to where I was going to teach. And was like, this is fine. <laughs> this is exactly what I was trying to do. And it took me a second to realize, like, wait a second. I'm wearing the wrong thing. And I'm saying this, like, fully straight face right now for some reason. But I laughed so hard um, when I realized. Because it wasn't like I just, like, reached for them and I was like, oh, no, wrong thing. Like, when you go to put the milk away in the cupboard instead of the, the um, fridge, I, like, actually put them on my face. <laughs> it was like, yep this is it. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's where my brain is at. That's where I'm coming from. I also just had um, therapy about an hour ago and that was a whole thing. I just took time to like lay down and feel some feelings after. Um, but I have some information for you. I have some update stuff for you before we get into today's topic, which I think is going to be one of a series. I want to talk about things I would never say as a yoga teacher or a movement teacher. Um, but I got some updates first. One of them for my business is that when this comes out, my three year anniversary will be in a couple of days. Um, no, no, no. A week in a couple of days. I can, I can look at a calendar. I got it wrong. This one's coming out 21st. So October 1st, I believe it's October 1st is my three year anniversary as the business move with Billy. And if you haven't heard of my business before, I would go check it out. I do anti-diet yoga and movement. I'm queer, obviously. It's queer safe. It's a queer-led um, small business that's kind of going against the grain in a lot of ways in the health and fitness industry. Um, and I have some pretty cool treats, I think. <laughs> I'm still deciding on them, but I have some pretty cool stuff going on for my anniversary. So stay tuned for next week to find out what they are. And um, definitely check back on like around October 1st-ish to my website and my social media and see what's going on. Um, I'm really excited that it's been three years. A friend of mine yesterday was talking. They're like, I remember when you started this and you were like, I don't know if I can do this and I'm scared, but I'm going to try this thing. And um, they're like, I'm proud of you, which is really sweet and very nice because they're, um, well, they're just a lovely person. And I think that's, a cool thing to pause on and I'm going to try my best to do that as much as I can in October and think of like how cool is it that I started this business three years ago no idea what I was doing <laughs> no idea if it was going to last very long at that time I was just like I just want to keep teaching and it's evolved into this thing that is so different from where it started it's like I'm now my what do you call it like my um not just my branding, but like my message and where I stand is so much more clear. Like I'm not here to be shaming anybody and I'm not here to be just like a lot of the other 
toxic studios I've been in before. And we'll get into that a little bit later because I want to talk about some of that stuff. So pause that. But I just think it's so cool how much I've grown since I first started this business. Um, And the people that are around me, I feel so um, lucky and privileged to be able to see them every week. And I have clients who've said like I helped stop them from sliding back into an eating disorder and like I've helped them reclaim their movement practice and I've um you know made this huge change in their life and I could cry (laughs) just thinking about how lucky I feel that I get to do this and these people are like not just like oh I gotta go work with Billy it's like yes I gotta work with Billy they're so enthusiastic and they compliment me all the time and that's how cool is that um so that's one of my that's one of my things is that it's my three anniversary soon so if you want to celebrate with me please do check back um and if you have any like observations or things that you've loved over the years or noticed or whatever I'd love to hear that too um please send them in probably email is best info at movewithbilly.com or my soul or instagram movewithbilly um b-i-l-l-i-e although I assume you know how to spell my name I know. <laughs> um, what else? I have some personal updates that are quite a big deal. And I haven't wanted to talk about it. I've known for a little bit, but I haven't wanted to talk about it for a bit because I wanted to make sure that some of the um, you know, closer family members knew before I started to talk about it, um, particularly my um well, anyway. I am moving. For those that don't know, currently I live in Kingston, Ontario, and I'm moving to the county, to Prince Edward County, for those of you who are not from Ontario or Canada and don't know what I'm talking about. Um, and it's a fucking big deal <laughs> um, for so many reasons. It feels, I'm not going to lie, I'm excited and also scared. Um, but yeah, I'm moving, I'll be moving I guess kind of technically the end of October, but it'll be, I'll have this apartment that I'm currently in and I'm recording in the spare room because it has carpeting. And I like to think that that absorbs extra, <laughs> extra sound. Um, I'll have this apartment till the end of November though. I haven't given notice. I so don't tell my property management before I do. Um, but then I'll be gone from this apartment anyway. Um, I'll, I'll still be back in Kingston. I'm going to be, um, those of you know who know, I probably, I probably, I have a part-time job here and I have some, lots of good friends here. So one of those, two of those good friends have agreed for me to stay at their house once, at least once a month. So I can take a couple of hours at my part-time job still, you know, like once a month or twice a month, depending. Um, but other than that, I'm really stepping into being a business owner full-time which is a big deal. Like, as we said, I've been doing this three years. And for those three years, I've had another job where I'm working like 20 to 30 hours at and commute there. And I'm going to be doing it full time now. And honestly, as I guess you can probably guess, like it is a scary, it's like a leap of faith, literally feels like it. (laughs) Um, But it is an exciting one. I think that having more time to spend on my business will be um, 
really beneficial for a lot of reasons. And I will have a lot more capacity and be able to serve people even better than I am right now. And we'll have a lot more space and flexibility in my calendar for new clients and new opportunities. And um, yeah, there's, there's so much to this. And like I told you before, my brain is like all over the place. So please bear with me. It's not exactly going to be like a linear, (laughs) a linear story necessarily, but a couple of parts of this, I'll just touch on really quickly because I think they're really a big deal. So if you don't know, uh, if you haven't listened to the episodes about entrepreneurship and trauma, I come from trauma. I have, um, we'll just say that I come from trauma, and I have a city that I live in is where a lot of a lot of it happened. Not all of it, but a lot of it. More recent stuff, anyway. And also, one of the abusers still lives here, as well as some other folks who have been um, trauma inducing. <laughs> Um, drama inducers sounds like a little bit more serious than I mean it to, but I guess it is serious. Um, anyway, so like I, and you know, my immediate family used to live here and those are the, some of those are the people, not all of them, but some of those are the people who were some of the abusers. And I don't know if any of you have been through that where you've had to cut contact with your family. Um, and if you have, I'm so sorry such a hard decision and it's such a hard thing to do and I see you and I know how much work you're putting into healing and I just want you to know that you're seen and loved and I get it um you know how exhausting it is having the possibility of seeing them or running into them it's like as you have an ex that you like would not want to see like if you saw them walking towards you on the street you'd like hide in a store. It's like that times a bunch, maybe, I don't know, because it's your immediate family and they are abusive. I guess it depends on the situation. I won't compare it all, but um, it sucks. And it's this like low level, like hum in the background that takes up energy. This constant, it used to be when there was, one of them was still living here, it used to be worse, but, um, and it's definitely not as bad as it was. A lot of the time, I don't even think about it, but it's still like a thing in the background. I don't even notice how exhausting it is. And I think the idea of living in a city where I can say like hi to anybody and just walk down the street, and not even worry about it. I feel like a weight has been lifted that I didn't even notice was there. So that's a really exciting part. And I think that'll also mean I'll be able to hopefully get to know the community a little bit better. This is um my, so my partner's family lives there and essentially I won't tell you the whole thing, but we're essentially going to be building an apartment into like part of their house. So partially side note, I get to build shit and I cannot tell you how excited I am. I already bought overalls <laughs> and I'm going to get steel toe and steel sole boots or whatever, non-puncture, whatever you call them. I don't know these things like a tool belt. And I'm so fucking excited to like, be able to like lean against the wall and be like, see this wall? I fucking built it. Like, how cool is that? Anyway, that'll be like my part-time. I guess that'll be kind of like my part-time job, but it'll be different. It'll be fun. Uh, hard, I'm sure, but fun. I'm like, super excited about it. Um, but now nah, I lost my train of thought. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'll be able to like get to know the community better. So it'll be like community that my partner has um, kind of been a part of before. He was a kid though, but his family is a part of. and. I am so excited to 
I don't know. Like, I feel like the county is such a beautiful place. And I think there's so many opportunities there. And I'm so fucking excited about it. I think it's going to be great. And I have some ideas. I'm not going to tell you them yet. If you listen to this and you're in the county, let me know. Let's connect. Um, is that all the things I wanted to tell you? I don't know. And that's the biggest one is that I'm like, I'm going to be moving into my business ownership full time. And that's a huge deal. Um, and I'm so excited about it. I am nervous, like I said, but I just have to keep trusting that it's going to, everything's going to be good. Cause there's so many, um, what is that? Like one door closes, another opens or something. I feel like everything in me and everything I've seen so far is really telling me this is like the right move for me and where I'm supposed to be going as scary as it is, but that's trauma stuff. Um, and I just think it's going to be fine. It's going to be great. Maybe we'll have a garden and some, who knows? I'm excited though. Um, but we don't want this whole episode to be about catching up, do we? Maybe you do. I don't know. If you do, let me know. I can do more next time. Um, but I want to really briefly talk about shit I would never say as, as a movement teacher. And one of them that I thought would be obvious, maybe it's just because I'm so in the anti-diet world. I would never say anything remotely close to let's work off that Halloween candy or Thanksgiving dinner or Christmas dinner or insert whichever holiday dinner. Ever, never, never. I would never say anything like that for multiple reasons. One of which is, I don't know that everyone in this room celebrates this holiday, but the main reason, which is like a big reason for sure. Um, that's, I feel like that's just like a general respectful thing, but the main reason is I don't give a shit about weight loss. And that's a horrible thing to say. And is so harmful because it's often said so flippantly, like, let's work off that thing. Do like five more crunches. I don't know why I'm using that voice, (laughs) but the amount of harm that fucking comment can cause, because you don't have to work off anything. You don't have to earn food period. You don't have to earn it by moving. You don't have to earn it by like eating more vegetables the next day. You just deserve food. Halloween, you ate like, you know, a ton of candy. Who gives a shit? There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with you. You shouldn't have to go to a fucking yoga class or workout class and worry about the teacher shaming what, like whatever the fuck you do. That's not their business, first of all. And it's just, that's an awful thing. I would never say that. Um, I would never say, never, I would never fucking say that. I like, I thought this was an obvious one, but I've heard from, I've posted about it the other day and I've heard from so many people that they've heard that like more than 20 times. And I have too. I've heard that so many times in yoga classes and I just think it's yoga classes, not even just workout yoga classes. I think it's so irresponsible and so harmful to do as a teacher. Um, And if you're listening to this and you're like, oh my God, I did this one time in the past, take a second, take a big breath. None of these comments or me trying to call anyone out as an asshole and like a a wrong person. I think that these things that we're saying are wrong. Um, We've all made mistakes in the past. If you've made them, that's okay. We learn from them and we move forwards. Okay. If you want to have a bigger conversation, please let me know. Um, Because when you you know better, you do better, right? So one of the other things I would never do is call out a one specific person for most reasons. Um, 
of like, oh, X person, I'll just use my own name. Oh, Billy, like, look at that squat. You have to go a little bit deeper, whatever. I would never say that. First of all, because that's a weird way to phrase it. But also, I would never. I would go up to that individual person, that student, and I would say, if there was something that seemed like it looked uncomfortable, I would say, how does this feel in your body? Like, how does your knee feel right there? And if they say, oh, it kind of hurts a little bit, feels a little bit weird. I don't know if I'm doing it right. Then I would say, okay, cool. What happens? How does it feel if you move your foot a little to the left or a little to the right? Especially in a group class, you don't have a lot of time to like go into all the details. But if the student said like, that feels great. And you're like, okay, cool. I don't know what's happening in someone's body. I don't, I don't, I don't feel what they feel in their body. So I'm not the expert in their body. If I wanted to push um, people to go a little further into something or push themselves, I would phrase it differently. I would phrase it in a way that was more um, anti-diet. Like I would say, check in with where you're at right now. Can you push it one more percent, two more percent? Or do you really need to rest? Um, I think that's important. <laughs> um, what? else there's a list and I forgot all of it but well not all of it those are some of the main ones that I've been thinking about a lot I'm not going to lie to you I'm a person that if I go into a class and someone calls me out individually I can't like I I have social anxieties I like cannot um can't handle it I don't like being put on the spot if it's someone like oh good job Billy, I see your what like a you know in a flip in like a not a flippant way in a what do you call that like a passing like oh good job Billy good job Joe whatever um that's slightly different I still would hesitate uh, as a teacher calling people out that way because you really have to look and like do some introspection who are you calling out are you only ever calling out people doing the like in quotes full version of the posture. Or are you also calling out people who are resting and deciding to take child's pose instead of the posture, or they're deciding to lay down or dial it back? Are you only calling out people who are in thinner bodies or white bodies or who appear as male or who appear as female? Can you just like dig in a little bit into that because that's another way that we can cause harm with those comments. If we only ever call out the people doing the quote in quotes, full version of the posture, even if we're teaching in a way that maybe we think is a bit more inclusive, the fact that we only ever praise people for doing the full version of the posture is going to give a different message. It's like, we're, we're, we're talking the talk, but we're not walking the walk. You know what I mean? Another thing I would never say I was like, this pose is better than coffee. What's wrong with coffee? I mean, but like, I'm not thinking, I'm not, I don't mean that in a food shaming way. I don't want to get emails being like, this is all the things. <laughs> but like, how, I don't want to judge. I'm not going to judge anyone for drinking coffee or tea or what was the other thing? Like the mushroom things. I don't give a shit what you drink in the morning. Coffee, tea, mushroom, juice. <laughs> That's definitely not what it's called. But I think it's funnier to think of it that way. Anyway, um, that I just, I don't like anything that's like anywhere near food shamey. Um, I would, I really struggle when I'm referring to 
moving into a posture, if I'm trying to ask someone to like move their leg to step back and turn their toe out to the side for like warrior two, I struggle. This is just a personal one. I struggle when people use it as that leg. Unless you're pointing to someone and you're like, you know, one-on-one, you're like this leg. I think in a group setting saying, uh, move that leg to this side. Again, fully personal. This is not like, please tell me if your opinion is different. It almost feels like it, it depersonalizes it. Like your leg. It's not that leg. It's your leg. You're talking to a person who has a body, who has experiences in that body. And it just feels more personal to me. I don't know. Let me know what your thoughts on that. And I'm going to do more than this because there's, I feel like this is one of those topics where a few things come to mind and then a little bit later you're like, oh yeah, that thing. And oh yeah, that thing. So I want to hear what do you not like when teachers say, what do you not like teachers saying? Or what do you like not, what do you not like hearing in class, whatever, what do you as a teacher not like saying or would never say in class? Um, and oh, another thing, I'll say one more. I would never only demonstrate the in quotes full version of the posture. I do my best to always demonstrate multiple versions if I'm sharing multiple versions. And if I know, um, if I'm in a group setting, more often than not, I will take the um, supported version or the ver- like if I'm giving an alternative um, that's like in a quotes easier I don't I don't usually use that term but maybe perceived as I will take that one um, because I never want anyone in my class to feel bad for making a decision in their body for their practice I really don't I really do not mind what your practice looks like as long as it feels good in your body I am not here to say, to make you feel guilty for skipping all the active postures. I don't care. It's okay. I'm not, none of me, none of me is judging you at all. What might be happening and probably is happening is I'm like, fuck yes. Look at that person. Listen to their body. That's great. I'm so proud of them. That's it. Or sometimes it's like, oh, that's comfy. That looks really comfy. (laughs) Um, so let me know, what do you like in practice? What do you not like in practice? Um, and I just panicked for a second because I had closed the Zoom thing on my phone. And often you'll see your like little face on the side. And I just looked down at my phone and it was gone. But it's all good because it's still here and you're still recording. So this is a little mini episode. I'll do more of these. Um, should I never say as a yoga teacher episodes soon hope you loved my little catch-up and I I've heard before that when I'm my brain is all over the place when I'm talking like this people some people find it funny which is great I hope you found it funny um and I hope you're doing well I would love to hear from you I didn't even tell you about my camping trip oh well I'll have to save that for next time if I remember (laughs) send your questions comments feedback to info at movewithbilly.com I'd love for you to take a second to follow me on Instagram at Move with Billy. I'm also on Facebook and TikTok. I, I'm not, I mainly hang out on Instagram. Um, and if you've listened to this episode and you loved it, please share it, tag it in your stories, tag me in your stories, send it to your friends, and then rate, review, and subscribe. It makes a really big difference. 
to me as a small business owner and this podcast um, visibility. And if you love what I'm saying and you love my approach, I'd love for you to join the Rebel Movement Club. And you can probably find out more about that in a second here. Have a good one. Bye. The Rebel Movement Club by Move With Billy has been described as a space that gathers up all the misfits and makes them feel at home. It's a virtual club where there is yoga classes, mobility classes, workout classes every single week, and it's a month-by-month membership. Best part is it's queer safe, led by someone who is queer and non-binary. It is trauma-informed, led by someone who has experienced trauma, and it's truly anti-diet like nothing to do with diet culture here it's a space where you can show up as yourself practice online you can get the recordings and really have this space and the freedom encouragement to listen to your body notice how movements feel in your body and go from there there's three different tiers of membership options whether you want to practice five times a month with the live classes or up to VIP where you want to do all the classes and get personalized one-on-one support. Each membership has a bunch of perks. You get all of the on-demand, you get discounts, you get free workshops, you get, it's so great. Join the club today by clicking the link in the show notes and enjoy the episode. Enjoy the episode.